Welcome back to episode two of Spot the Lie, the latest in the freight train of white males who think they can run a podcast. It's your co-host Cuffy here. We have Hugh over there as my fellow co-host and Bully so, on the ones and shut the foot. Are we not supposed to talk during it? What's up? Welcome back to episode two of Spot the Lie, the latest in the freight train of white males who think they can run a podcast. It's your co-host Cuffy here. We have Hugh over here as my fellow co-host. Sup. And Bully on the ones and twos. Sup. Making us sound so much better than last week. Uh, first off, if you haven't noticed, yes, the rumors are true. We did in fact buy microphones. Secondly, you're welcome. Uh, Hugh, Bully, how we doing, boys? Doing good. It's been a busy week, but a good week. How we doing over there, Cuffy? Uh, can't complain, you know. Been kind of getting dicked down by work, but, you know, same old, same old, you know. Another day, another I watched, dollar. I watched Home Alone this week, and you had a Home Alone moment of your own. You got left behind at work. Oh, Jesus Christ. So shall we get into it, boys? Because after that awful joke from Bully, I- I'm going to turn over to Hugh now. Um, Hugh, a pretty good weekend in the NFL this past weekend. It actually was a very surprising weekend in the NFL. Um, first off, went 3-0 on the pick, so I hope you, everybody followed. Uh, we'll get into some more picks later, but some big upsets this week. Start with the uh, Washington football team upsetting the undefeated Steelers, who I said last week were going to go undefeated. All right, it wasn't, yeah, one, fucking, yeah, throw that take off the fucking bridge. Two, yep, that lasted a week. I literally said they were the worst 11-0 team of all time. I agreed with you, to be fair. I agreed that they were going to go undefeated. Then you said they were, gonna gonna go then you said they were playing bad teams. But turns out Washington. The WFT is not a bad team. With that defense, they're going to be good for a long time. Chase Young fucks. Chase and Young Sweat. Fucks. So good. Sure, whatever you say. I got, I'm not the biggest WFT guy, but you know what? Their jerseys slap. Great jersey game, might I add, by the way. They are. I think, we, I think they need to keep Washington football team. If they make no. the playoffs this year, got to keep it. Red Wolves. Well, I don't think they're going to do Red Wolves, but... What, what else is in the clubhouse to be their um, mascot then? Um, exactly. I don't know. Red Tails? Red Tails would be fire. Red Tails, uh, and then like, but like, what is it going to be? The little fucking plane? Like, yeah, that'd be sick. All right. I mean, we have a different definition of sick, but all right. All right, a going back wolf. to another upset. <laughs> How about the Giants? The Colt McCoy-led Giants upsetting the Seahawks at home. Is Texas back? To 12. Is Texas back? Does the NFC East have the best defense in the league? No. Spot the lie. <laughs> I mean, the results. The results like, will surprise you. It's, is, it like your, is this like your classic? Does the NFC East just beat up on each other? That, and like that's why no. they think they suck? Or is it just no. like They're Dallas, like really bad Dallas against teams outside division. Like Dallas Before play. this week, they were really bad to teams outside of division. Remember the Cowboys losing to the Falcons? Yeah, like I just two. I just said, is it just the Eagles and the Cowboys that are really bad, and then the Giants and Washington Football Team that are like middle of the road, you know, serviceable, strong defenses? But like, say like, all right, so we're recording this, you know, peel let's peel behind the curtain. We're recording this during Thursday Night Football. Pats are getting just embarrassed, you know. I basically whacked. I mean, literally bite the pillow. The Rams are going in dry. 
no lube. So that's fun. <laughs> but the like Ari- the Arizona desert. <laughs> my, my point being that. So the Patriots are, are like, are the Patriots a sneaky NFC East team this year? Meaning that like, you know, defense um, isn't good enough. Oh the yeah. Issue, okay. no, the, is, the issue all those oh. teams have, including the Patriots is quarterback play. They also can't Everyone, get behind every early. single team. Including well, the Patriots to be fair, I think only start a game. None of those teams actually anymore going into this week will have their week one starter playing for them. If Daniel Jones doesn't get healthy. Spot the lie. Daniel Jones has a chance to play, but it's not looking good. Just shut don't, him down. Don't fact check that, please. It sucks anyways. Yeah, please don't fact check. No, that. but what, what I'm saying is I'm like 95% the, sure it's right. But like oh the reason my um, analogy was being that like they are not designed to play from behind. Like they're designed to get a three to seven point lead if that and like nurse it, so to speak. Maybe they get lucky and there's like a pick six or a turnover or something like that. And at the end, the end score ends up being wider than it is. But these are one score teams. You know what I mean? For either way. Yeah, which is why I told you that you shouldn't bet on the Seahawks last week. I got my divisions fucked up. I didn't believe in the Giants that much. I also said if we rewind the tape, I said the Seahawks, I wouldn't like, and then something that I was like, I wouldn't touch the NFC East with a 10 foot pole while I was talking about a game that featured the NFC East. So, you know what? Hand up. I fucked up. Okay. We move on. I guess we can take that. There was also two games from two teams that are competing for the number one seed that both almost won outright. The Jets almost beat the Raiders, should have beat the Raiders, one of the worst defensive play calls I've ever seen in my entire life. And then the Jaguars should have beat the Vikings. That's Dr. Heat, baby. Turn it up to 11. I want to sweat, Reggie. Fucking, um, I watched the Jets live. Uh, my mouth is still, I think it, I think, so I live on the fifth floor of my apartment building. I think it's still on the second floor, my, my jaw. Uh, wow. The thing about that wow. ending too, is that not only did he call cover zero, all, all out blitz on the last play of the game in a Hail Mary situation, he called it twice. <laughs> the first one, the only reason they didn't get it on the first time is because Derek Carr overthrew him. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I he think... called it twice. Uh, you got to respect the guy. I mean, the guy's a piece of shit. Yeah, this and is Greg an anti-Greg Williams podcast. I just want to get that out of the way. I have a lot of strong feelings on that subject. Uh, fuck Greg Williams. <laughs> fuck Greg so, Williams. As a fuck Brett Favre fan. Fuck Joe Rogan. Fuck Greg Williams. Yeah, they can both. They should be on each other's podcast and fucking jerk each other off. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Does, does Greg Williams have a podcast? No. If so, if so can, we, can we get him on this pod? Can we... Uh... What's what the, else is he doing? He's fucking employed. Yeah, unemployed. he's unemployed now. You can ask him how much coke he did with fucking Adam Gase. All actually, of it. actually, it gets, it gets All real hard hitting journalism. <laughs> but so yeah, I, think, that, I mean, that, that was that was. I mean, I'm not one to believe these like deep fake or deep state. Excuse me, theories about like oh they, they did it on purpose. He was the fall guy. No, no, that's just how dysfunctional they are. Like he so, thought that was a good idea. I, I was against that the Jets are tanking for Trevor all season because the players are there, they're trying. But after those two play calls, I was like, there might be something to this. It has legs. They, I don't, scored, I don't they so. scored 28 points. Like, <laughs> yeah. To score points. And they should have won. I mean, they, they also should have essentially be the Pats. I mean, that was a, like the Patriots were giving them every opportunity. And then the play calling by the Jets that game, that Monday night football game was just 
I, yeah. Again, it makes you think. Adam Gase, they had a minute 30 possession, minute 30 time of possession in the fourth quarter of that game, up by two scores. Just throw the, with Joe Flacco at quarterback, just throw the ball. Just run the ball. Don't throw the ball. All right. What what else what else happened? I mean, besides, I mean, upsets. I think that's the that's the big the big upsets. Um, you have the Browns. Browns, Browns are definitely a playoff team. All right. I have a question about that. Is this recency bias? So like everywhere you look, it's like oh, Browns are legit. Browns are legit. They're nine and three, dude. Sure. Fair. But like, what if they lose in convincing fashion this week? Is it going to like is the pendulum going to swing the other way and they're going to be like oh? Maybe we like came ourselves too quickly about the Browns. Like, oh, same old Browns. The thing is, that team, that team has a really good defense and a really, really good running game. When Baker doesn't piss away the game, they are very good. But didn't he go off this past week? He had like he four he touchdowns. A, he had a great week. Half. Yeah, no, he had a great week. Oh, Graham who? They haven't played anyone good. I mean, the teams that they've played that are good, they played the – they got smoked by the Steelers, 38-7. to seven. They Is got, Tennessee not good? Okay. No, keep going with the scores. Keep going with their losses because I have a wild stat about the Browns that I'm going to bring up. They got smoked by the Ravens, thirty-eight to six, and then they lost. Uh, and then they lost one more game. Oh, with the Raiders, sixteen to six. Which every game that the Browns have scored more than seven points, they have won. <laughs> they are Wait, nine what? and zero oh when they score more than seven points. That can't be true. It That's is true. true. I'm looking at it right now. It's That's insane, wild. right? There's they can no. they can get going. They're definitely not played. They're not made to play from behind. Baker can't play under pressure. But with Chubb and Hunt in the backfield, they're very good. They're also a sneaky good under team. Not last week, but I mean, seven of those wins they scored at least thirty-two points. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, it's very impressive. Other than that, I think the playoff picture has basically remained the same. We got the Saints in the number one seed remaining in the number one seed. And the Steelers, I think, are still the number one seed ahead of the Chiefs. Yeah, the Chiefs lost to a AFC team and the Steelers lost to NFC yep. team. So. Yep, that's right. First first off, you want to talk about your three no picks? Were there any, any sweats? Any? No sweats. No sweats. They were easy peasy. <laughs> we're locks all the way. We had the Patriots on the... Pick them. We have Patriots as a pick them. They also closed as one and a half point dogs. I double dipped. We had you dog you. Okay, we had one sweat. We did have a sweat. The Vikings Jaguars total was fifty one and a half, and we went to overtime with forty eight points scored. We needed a field goal, touchdown would have lost it, but we managed to just get the field goal. Fifty one points, easy peasy. Three and zero. All right, uh, we're gonna pull back the curtain again here. Um, a little bit to the group chat for spot the lie. It was not easy peasy. Three and zero. Bully um, is that, a curse machine. Bully is a fucking walking curse. This guy. One, I think. Uh, Hugh, if if I do recall correctly, I think this the curse originated when we were watching the NBA the tape? bubble, the bubble playoffs, and yep, yep. every single time that bully would comment just on the game itself he'd be like oh you know celtics looking good today or like something like that and then they lost it it was the celtics heat game helped Celtics Heat series single time the other times that he the celtics blew like four games when they were up by like 20 points exactly every single time that he like he had an activity you know with the first lady or someone you know crickets from him 
you know, oh wow, the Celtics won comfortably. Three and zero. Three and zero. comfortably. Without fail, third quarter. I just write. That's ah, a game of runs. Every single time. Anyway, every single. Fast forward week. to this past Sunday. Um, I believe Foley said, "Wow, Hugh, you're about to be three and zero. Two and zero because the Patriots game hasn't started yet. Two and zero. And I believe Hugh can't remember the his, third pick at this point. <laughs> to his, uh, you know, give him props. He was like, you know, well, the game's not over yet. And then lo and behold, what happens? But it's not fuck- under until it's over, listeners. Words to live by. Rule number one of gambling. Rule number one of betting unders. It's not under until it's over. There were about 17 points scored in the last one minute and 45 seconds. Yep. <laughs> Uh, no, was. no, I, I almost, I almost jinxed the. It was Detroit Lions plus three versus the Bears because Mitchell Trubisky. But moving on to next week, what do we have? Uh, moving on, on to next week, whoa, we'll whoa, start. Are, are we, are we, are we not going to talk about how uh, I had? A, oh, you want to bring I, up Cuffy's record, bully? I had a minor setback for a major comeback. Can we bring up Cuffy's record real quick? Let me check the records. I think he was like one in seventeen. What was, what was my win? That's news to me. I haven't even a win. Um, Houston. <laughs> I thought Houston was going to win. Pretty sure you had a win on here. Well, whatever. Let's just let's go to next week. Let's go to next. Week. Let's go to next week and uh, don't don't follow Cuffy. Fade Cuffy's picks. This hashtag, is what we're hashtag doing. Fade hashtag Cuffy. Fade Cuffy. You can uh, hashtag on Twitter.com and follow us at Spot the Live Pod. On at Spot Twitter. the Live Pod on Twitter. At Spot the Live. Twitter.com slash Spot the Live Pod. Patreon.com backslash right. Spot the Live. Number three pick of the week. I, so to be honest with you guys, I do not love the board this week. I love it actually. So uh, the yin, a little yin and yang, you know. Yeah. Last week I loved the board. Wanted to marry it. Wanted to bring it home. Raise a family. Have a nice white picket fence. Buy a dog. Do the whole nine yards with it. This week, I'm going out for cigarettes. And never coming back. So with that said, the number three pick is Houston minus one and a half against Chicago. I don't think I think Chicago's just given up. I think that's where we are with Matt Nagy. And Houston, they got Deshaun. With Deshaun, anything is possible. Uh, I mean might be my Deshaun fandom just coming out of me, but Yes, it is. You you then again, I'm also a Deshaun fan. Let's not let's not get it twisted. I will stand for Deshaun Watson. But that's that team is that team is a step above hot, hot garbage. If it wasn't for Deshaun, they would be hot garbage. Oh, for sure. It might. I might just like Deshaun only because I'm a Packers fan, and I just see him like without without Rogers. The Packers are the Houston Texans without Deshaun. We should we should trade our second best player. Could be a franchise cornerstone. Yeah, I don't get along with him outside of the football field. Let's fucking trade him. Yeah, I still blame Bill O'Brien for that. Um, if this podcast was started two years earlier, uh, Bill O'Brien was my top number one most hated head coach of all time, but now he's gone. So moving on to pick number two, we have a game that was made for the under two quarterbacks to help close your eyes. Let me paint a picture for you. You have a BYU white guy who's like 35 now getting his first shot starting shot in the NFL. Then you have Jalen Hurts on the other side. That game is going to score like 18 points, and that's it. Take under 43, hammer the under on that game. Those are two offenses that cannot score. I mean, that's just like your opinion, man. Watch it be a fucking shootout. Watch it be a fucking shootout. With the Saints defense against the Eagles offense, 
Dude, it's Jalen Hurts. It's an X factor. Yeah, he stinks. They haven't game plan for him. I don't think you you're underselling. There's that. film on him. He started in he didn't start, but he got in at Green Bay. Come on, man. Anyway, all right, fair enough. Fair enough. Go. No way that game hits the over. It's gonna be 20 points in that game total. Or what? What happens if it hits the over? Well, then I lose a bet. Well, no I'm still, I'm still making the viewers money. Oh, That's all that matters. No, let's, let's lay it down. Lay, put your nuts on the on the table. Yeah, make a bet. I'm making these What's gonna bets. Happen? What's going to happen? Okay, so also behind this, price. behind the scenes, your boy Huey Pickham is actually betting the bets with the people. Cuffy is just throwing it all out there, no money on the line, just shooting from the cuff. He doesn't have any skin in the game. Listen to your boy Huey. This is libel. This is Cuffey. libel. This is libel. That's pick number two. I'm having my people call your people. <laughs> I just so got bad. this image. I just got this image of Taysom Hill and everyone in the locker room is wearing a jock strap and he puts on the Mormon underpants. Oh, I think he plays with that all on the entire no, time. No, he doesn't. No. Yeah, of course he does. He's Mormon, dude. Dude, hold on. We gotta get our stats department on this. Yeah, he's gonna he's gotta sign that big contract so he can go on a mission. Taysom Hill Taysom Hill went undrafted in twenty seventeen. He's, he's been married on... since twenty fourteen. Yeah, dude. Sorry, dude. Out, yeah. People outside of the Northeast get married. Wait, how did early. he become undrafted in 2017 if he's 30 years old? How long was he at BYU for? www.google.com. I'm not Google. I'm not the SAS department. I'm not from the hip department. Hugh, what's your first pick? First pick, pick number one, Green Bay, Detroit, over 55. Points on points on points on points on points. Easy peasy. I think it's the highest total on the on the board. Got to bet the over on that. They're daring you to bet over 55. Daring you. Green Bay defense stinks out loud. Lions defense stinks out loud. Green Bay offense, very good. Lions offense, serviceable. They got the offensive coordinator calling plays. Matt Patricia's out of there. Take the over. Points on right. points on points. So uh, to recap, Hugh, what are, what are your three picks of the week? Just uh, we'll again for the, for the folks at home. Green Bay, Detroit, over 55, lock it in. New Orleans, Philadelphia, under 43, lock that in. And our only spread play this week is Houston, minus one and a half versus Chicago. I just saw Eagles Saints at 45, so if you can even get 45 under. Take that. Take it. Take it. So uh, as far as Cuffy's picks of the week, loving the home dogs. Loving the home dogs. We have Arizona. I'm with you here now. We have Arizona minus three at at the the football, the New York football Giants. Uh, the Giants are going to win, cover the spread. Fucking love them. You're taking the Giants plus three then. That was a very weird way to say that. Continue. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> we have the Washington football team at San Francisco. I'm picking Washington plus three. They're going to cover that spread. Ooh, baby. That's an away dog, just so, we're, just so we're clear. I fucking know that. I'm going down the list, asshole. And last but not least, we have the Monday night game. Baltimore at Cleveland. Cleveland plus two and a half. That's a home Ooh. dog. Ooh. Cleveland at two and a half. I like that. Oh, I like the boldness. You didn't fucking pick it. You didn't fucking pick it. So you're no, because I don't have the balls to pick that pick. Baltimore sucks. Baltimore is a bunch of frauds. You they were just stink. talking shit about Cleveland. Yeah, but I think Cleveland's better than Baltimore. Time will tell. There's levels to this Let's shit. See. Let's see. If Cleveland gets the ball first, scores a touchdown, apparently game's over. 
<laughs> so there's actually some legs to that, that the Ravens can't come back when they go down. They are a huge team that you bet against live. Well, that's if they the, go that's, down, they can't come back. That's a knock against Lamar, right? He like, Harbaugh. literally has, does, cannot get a comeback. And Harbaugh, he just doesn't, he has a meltdown. All right, so those are the picks of the week. All right, so you might have heard about this little thing. It's called COVID-19, the coronavirus. It's hot in the streets in 2020. It fucking blows my dick off. Um, apparently, they got a vaccine just from the clouds. Uh, there's like, I think there's a Moderna vaccine. There's a Pfizer vaccine. Fucking England is like... William Shakespeare actually, has the vaccine. Billy Shakes just came, he came back from the dead to get the vaccine. Just to get the vaccine. So he could write King Lear Part 2. Don't fact check me. There might already be a King Lear Part 2, but I don't know. Hamlet 2. I think it's Hamlet 2. Hamlet was a little bitch. He's a fuck. Talk about a sad boy. Sad boy. Uh, But yeah, so the vaccine's on the horizon. Looking like 2021, you know, obviously the first couple months are going to suck dick. A lot more people are going to die. Definitely not funny. Uh, But hopefully by like, you know, Memorial Day um, 2021, we're going to get back to normal. Going to be, you know, back to our, you know, stuff that we just came to know. So I guess... First of all, boys, uh, what are our general thoughts? Uh, are, are you all going to get the, the vaccine? Kind of what's your time frame? Because I've had people that are like, you know, they're going to get it, but they kind of want it, to, it's like an iPhone release. Like they kind of wait, want to wait till all the bugs are out before they want to get it. Uh, and then I've had also people that are like, uh, I'll beta test that shit. I'll yeah, mainline that shit into my exactly. eyeballs. They're like, I will pay money this to is- jump the fucking line to get it right now. <laughs> We can unequivocally say we are a pro-vaccine podcast. Yeah. yeah, let's let's get that into the ether. Very pro-vaccine on this podcast. They've had the process since, I believe, January, something like that. They've been working on it. Uh, thanks. Shout out Dolly Parton for your Moderna vaccine. We have AstraZeneca, True. which sounds like something Elon Musk is behind. Spot the lie. We are ready to mainline this vaccine. I want to freebase it, actually. Yeah. Does that work? Could you freebase? Well, I think it needs to be like negative 100 degrees or some shit like that. So probably not. Because I think freebasing, you'd have to heat it up. So my dick would only be like an inch big when it's normally like an inch <laughs> and a quarter. Oh, I thought you were giving yourself more credit there. Yeah. No, 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 no. If you do get COVID, it was said that like one of the one of the lasting side effects or, um, of COVID was uh, erectile dysfunction. So I'm so sorry, Hugh. But again, sorry, doc, my dick don't work. You're hey, have to my age is already giving me erectile dysfunction. So, you, but that little blue pill, I can fucking had... fuck like a steam engine. All right, so boys, uh, we thought that with the vaccine coming out, you know, we, we want to have some ideas. You know, as everyone on the internet is, at least everyone on Twitter.com, uh, Twitter.com backslash uh, spot the life one. Uh, what is the first thing you're trying to do when that vaccine hits? It, you know. Most of them are going to be two phases. So, you know, you just got that second phase of the vaccine. You went to bed that night, you know, blah, blah, blah. Next day, you are immune from the COVID-19. What are you doing, Hugh? You kick us off. First flight to Las Vegas, Nevada. I am going to sit down at a blackjack table. I'm going to blow every cent that I've saved up during this fucking quarantine. And I'm going to chain smoke cigarettes next to strangers. Okay, so nothing much should change. I might do that without a vaccine. Who knows? <laughs> I live life on the edge. All right. And, uh, and Bully, how about you? So the thing that I miss is live music. It can be at a concert. It can be at a bar. It can be just walking down the street and there's some guy playing a fucking ukulele on a balcony. Just some guy hanging out. 
couple uh, pregame in the concert, having some beers, summertime, hanging out, uh, hanging out in some parking lot outside of the venue, hanging out. That's, that's uh, so, and then so you're fun. with like, and then you're with like thirty thousand people that you don't know. And even and I was thinking a different way. I was thinking like shitty live music that you're just at some random bar at, and there's just a band playing, and you're like, "Fuck yeah, there's a band here." Dude, I I, I was imagining like you know like yeah. a, a nice a nice dive bar, a nice dive bar meaning like they have a pool table that works, and there's like a band in the back, and they have probably like five dollar four fifty probably four fifty Bud Lights, very similar to that is uh. It's the it's the feeling of trying to squeeze through a crowded bar and through the people to try and mm-hmm. get to the bar to order, um, you know, pre-pandemic, pre-quarantine. This was actually probably number one or two of my pet peeves was like having to like you know do the little like you're a fucking snake to try no, to man. squeeze it through a little bit of dick to ass and you're like oh sorry man like no homo whatever. Um, I'm never gonna take that for granted ever again. Uh, that's that's I'm gonna like relish in that moment that I'm just like trying to sw- and like doing the little elbow game once you get to the bar of like trying to like push the it tangent going at that moment when you're fighting to get your drinks in a crowded bar when it's the fucking jungle and it's kill or be killed that's i live for that shit fuck how bars that have lines fuck bars where the people line up in an orderly fashion and they just wait for the bartender to come at them no that's, fuck that fuck lines yeah you have to fight to the front and then there's always some fucking chick there that's like oh i'm getting my drink first and it's like Wait, listen what, dude like? I, like? I just want to get some fucking pbrs it's all that matters it's gonna be nice quick and easy let's let's do this that's where cash is king too you know there's like five guys with a card holding it mm-hmm. up and you got like the 20 and you're like take this keep the change and keep it moving yeah you're just unrolling this 20 dollar bill and you're like come on yeah. man. you know what it's like <laughs> let's do this yeah but there's also there's such a fine line between like being a respectful guy, being like, yo, I'm here. I'm here for business. Like, you look them in the eyes and you're like, you do the, like, you know why I'm here. That's because, the old, like, the Marshall Lynch, I'm cash out every time. Even if you're doing a card, you cash no, out every time. No. But you don't want to also, like, be that douchebag, like, Wall Street guy at the bar being like, waving your fucking plastic around, being like, oh, sir, sir, sir. No, no, no. You just have to cash out every time and leave a good tip every single time you get a drink 100%. and the service will come to you or have cash. I mean, who has cash in this economy? God, miss people it. That, people that get drinks. Miss it so much. Um, all right, uh, Hugh, what's your... Uh... So we covered we covered a couple of a couple of those, but onto that thread. At the end of the night, you're down, you're with your boys in the back of the bar, and you only have one cigarette left, and you're splitting the cigarette. You're both just sucking off the same cigarette. You can't do that shit now, but if you're both vaccinated, light them up, boys. We got, we're splitting cigarettes all night. Maybe you have a buddy with you that doesn't really, doesn't really smoke and they're just bumming off you all night and you only have one left now. Now you get to split it. Hotbox that shit. Love it. Wow. All right. I'm not even going to touch that. Uh, Take it for granted. I, one of the things that I really miss um, working from home is lunch beers because you feel like a real piece of shit when you have a lunch beer sitting on your couch. Watching CNN or something like that. And Fuck, like, that's good. Uh, I don't know what's going on. There's nothing better. There's nothing better than taking a little extended lunch on like a Thursday or especially a Friday, Monday. Having a couple, be- <laughs> having a couple beers, good lunch, and heading back to the office for a few more hours. 
and oh, just not doing jack shit for and the just rest of the day. Yeah, just pretending you're like mm-hmm. you're just rearranging fucking cells on Excel. Just yeah, like, oh, just I'm listen, gonna make this one bigger. Just listen to <laughs> Shit Town podcast or Spotify right. podcast. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna switch gears a little bit, but uh, one of the first things I'm gonna try to do is I think that's also it's a cultural touchstone moment right now. Obviously, when when we get back to the to the real world, grinding. I haven't had a good grind probably since the second George Middle W. School. <laughs> um, I think the time is I not had a good only grind right, at the Hoover administration. Not only in, in the zeitgeist, but I feel like one combined with like quarantine and Corona and all that shit like that. But like, it's just like, it's going to dry humping in 2021. I, I like, I want to get OTPH days, but like, you need to go just on fucking Amazon. grinding your zip, your jean zipper onto some fucking girl's vagina. Like, that Amazon. cannot feel yeah. good. It's good. Remember, remember middle school, how fucking hyped you were? Like, no, it felt good for was, you. Like, it can't be felt getting a fucking YKK oh, fucking rubbed up against your private parts. That is where you're wrong, my friend. They, they're about it. You, you, what you need to do, you, I think there's a reason we stopped you, doing that. You're snaking through bars, you want to grind, you need to go on Amazon and buy a full length body pillow right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and with just, like an anime check on it, <laughs> and just have Cuffy's have, like two bad weeks away from just being a fucking weeaboo or whatever the fuck those kids are called. Yeah, Gus, I need, no, 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 I need more deep batteries. God damn don't it, look, don't open that closet, don't open that closet. But no, I, get, I, I think I, you can get a pillow during quarantine. I, I honestly think grinding is gonna. It, 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 it's grinding gonna come, come. back. It, it, that I cannot wait. I might be the guy leading the charge. The uh, it's gonna happen. The buy low, buy low and grinding in 2021. You've heard it here first, listeners. Invest in grinding, dry humping. <laughs> it's gonna go through the roof. Uh, you go. <laughs> All right. So I'm not really going out of a stretch here, but you know, like when you're in a bathroom with a stranger. And then you like keep the door closed for them and they ask you if you want to bump and you're like, fuck it. Like, that's awesome. We need to have that come back. Just doing like bumps off of fucking your phone screen just because you held a door for some guy. So sharing illicit drugs with strangers. Yeah. You know, you can't do that without a vaccine. <laughs> well, you're not, I mean, you're not supposed to do it. This is a parody account at FBI. Um, <laughs> you're not supposed to do it regardless of a vaccine well, but sure but i mean if you're sitting in a bathroom stall with another bro you're not going to turn down free drugs okay I, I i didn't say no i'm just saying i'm just yeah i think <laughs> all right I think this is saying a lot about us none of us want to like go outside or do anything we just want to be in bars Fair all of enough. these just have to do Fair with bars enough. there's music we want to be inside a, a sm- different room <laughs> that we there's a smoking have. section of the bar so my my next pick takes us potentially outside, and that is dressing up and getting fits off. It could be weddings, it could be family events, it could be going out on the town, it could be sitting in a bar by yourself, just putting Breaking on real news. clothes. Jared Stidham is in for the Patriots. Oh no! Oh god! Hold on. Speaking oh, no. of get, speaking of getting our fits off, he is two off. for two. Oh my God! The promised boy is here, and he just got sacked <laughs> by Aaron Donald. Yeah, well, right. Aaron Donald overrated. Hold on, no, we still got a lot to go. Yeah. And so that's so that's my that's my third thing: getting getting my fits off, dressing right. up, looking nice. So Maddie wants yeah, to as get... somebody who just wears like jeans and a hoodie like ninety percent of the time. 
I don't know. It doesn't move the needle for me. So I have a great one. I was sitting on this one. I was glad none of us, none of uh, us talked about it, but slapping hands with the people nearby you in the stands in a sporting event Fuck. once your team has, has a has a good play there's nothing better than like I, I think that the best one about it is um it's either touchdown at a football game or goal at a hockey game i was gonna say hockey, hockey yeah might be the i one. think a hockey game goal is like one of the ones where like you yeah. go fucking crazy you the turn up and you don't know what's going on but you're just you're slapping hands you're going crazy yeah, you're in the 400 section you are well i mean well i'm in the 200s because you know times are good oh, wow but um <laughs> i i think that that's one of the things that i've always thought about that i cannot fucking wait till we can back, go back and do it yeah um as somebody who's been to has been going to bowl games on new year's eve for the past like two or three years definitely miss bowl games i just want to go to a college football game i don't even root for any of the teams i'm just there I just make a big bet on one of the teams that I decide to root for, and then there I am. Bully? This is my last pick. Yep. Uh, so my last pick is Cuffy dating stories. I feel like in quarantine, mm. we've hit this low point where it just gets to that point of the night where there's no going out. There's no, hey, this girl's coming over. And uh, I'm, I'm just getting really, I'm, I'm ready to get back to those stories of trials and trials. How is the vaccination going to work on the dating scene? I think it's. Are you going to have to show that you're vaccinated? Your profile or Grinder or Bumble or Hinge mm-hmm. or whatever you have. Is there a section for that on Bumble, Cuffy? Uh, or know. the league or whatever the hotness no, I, is? I wouldn't know. Uh, oh, you're so, off the apps? So my number four is. Is this breaking um, news? <laughs> so my number four is eavesdropping on other people's conversations when you're at dinner. Um, because we have to be six feet away from everyone, it kind of sucks. It, 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 there's no tea being spilled that you can kind of just like, be like, oh, shit. Oh, no, they didn't. Like, oh, whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, you know, it's something small. It's like the little things. As with everything in life, it's always like the little things. And you're packed into those like really fancy restaurants, but you're sitting two feet away from another couple. Exactly. So and you're just listening to them argue about everything and you're like oh shit Uh oh oh no why why did he did why did he like your photo why would he do that i feel like i've been that couple a lot and you just sit in silence of course you have of course you have hey i'm entertaining the people (laughs) okay coffee's upset so with that we're gonna go (laughs) into our bullies fun fact of the week uh slash this day in history undecided tbd the section grows as we grow so stay tuned, buckle up, let's see what happens. Uh, December 11th, in the year of our Lord, 1936, there was a constitutional crisis brewing in the British Empire as King Emperor Edward VIII. King Emperor Edward? King Emperor Edward. Uh, so he proposed to Mary Wallace Simpson, an American socialite who was divorced from her first husband and was pursuing the divorce of her second. So she was going She was divorce. in the process of getting a divorce? Exactly. Power of the pussy, fellas. The power of the pussy. God damn. This woman must have a fucking dump truck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, seriously, how big of a simp is this fucking guy? He's royalty. He's no, that I don't up. think it's on him, man. I think it's on her. I think she yeah. fucks like there's no tomorrow. So he, so he abdicated f- the throne, the first British monarch in history 
a year later, she's <laughs> taking him to Germany to meet Adolf Hitler. Wow, that story takes a turn. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, did they stay together, or did she divorce him too? No, they stayed together. Um, she she died in 1986 at the age of 89. That seems way too recent in Paris. <laughs> um, but he she died, died in, in 1972. Paris? So also, so they were, everyone they were married about 35 years. Died in Paris. I love the they, job title of just socialite. Like, bitch, right? you were a whore. All right, whoa, whoa. One, we do not slut shame on this podcast. Not slut shaming, but just uh, that you know. sounded like you were slut shaming. There's nothing wrong with getting around. No, there isn't. But she was doing it, probably because she she knows how to fuck. That's all I'm trying to say. All right. Well, Hugh is very horny on this podcast right now. So essentially, my question to you, to you both, Hugh and Cuffy, is what would make you abdicate a throne if it were not for that? Can we not use King there? Edward the Eighth's reason? Half to three fourths of Jeff Bezos' net worth. I was gonna say like hiding from a fucking bookie, but that <laughs> sounds way better. Yeah, you dumbass! Like raise your fucking bar. And then again, like I, I actually probably say like five hundred million and above. Uh, then again, it's because like I'm already royalty. So I'm already how much do you dead. think Bezos is worth? Well, Bezos is worth like one hundred and seventy billion. Isn't he almost worth a trillion or some shit? No, God, no, no. He's not Apple. Apple, the company, is over a trillion. What about you, Hugh? I mean, if you're honest with monetary value, I'd probably do it for like a couple million. Like, why do I give a fuck? Like anything already, that you anything that you don't have to work, like as long as I just don't have to work anymore for the rest of my life, that's that's it. That's why would why else do I care? Yeah, but you don't already have to work. You're royalty. That's what I like. I don't think you grasp that. Like you just have to fucking show up at some party. I would abdicate my crown for a COVID vaccine. That's what I would do. That's my promise to the viewer. <laughs> To be fair, he left, and then in 1940, he was appointed governor of the Bahamas. So they're like, hey, yo, leave, and then you can yo, just go Yo, what the, the fuck Caribbean. is this guy doing? Dude, this guy is my <laughs> idol right now. Save, save for the Hitler thing. That's not cool. Well, that's, yeah, let's, that's let's, bad. Walk we, back. let's walk anti, that back. Anti-Hitler podcast. Yeah. Anti-Hitler. Did he go over with fucking Henry Ford? Just on he, his own. He, so he, he bought the ticket himself. It wasn't like he was like a plus one. It was like, hey, I'm coming, No, it was this fucking... Uh... His fuck machines ticket, wasn't it? Uh, he he says after the war it. is over, Hitler will crush the Americans. Will take over. The British don't want me as their king, but I'll be back as their leader, which is a little pro Nazi. Did he say that? Shit. He said that in 1940. 40. Wow. What? Like the Battle of Britain was going on? Yeah. No, he was. Uh, yeah, he was on the had you in the first half. Not yeah, I'm up against this guy now. We took a sharp turn. Wow. Alrighty. Whoa. Um, so that, yeah, that was, we'll, uh, next week we'll, we'll, uh, have something better. <laughs> that was a lively discussion. That's uh, our from, promise every week from bully. Um, and well, so let's spot the live pod on Twitter. Let's do a question of the weekend here too. Yeah. Why not? Bully, what's the question of the week? We have a question from a viewer. Uh, this is, this question comes from fart. Um, and the message is, is calling a girl healthy, a compliment or insult Cuffy, Let's go to you. I'd say it's an, in, it's an insult. Calling a girl like healthy is like it, you're implying that yeah. she's big bone. It's yeah. saying you want to milk her. It's yeah, like it's what's like, going oh, on. She, you know what? She's a healthy girl. She gets her three meals a day. You know. Yeah, uh, you say that about a puppy. Yeah, it's like oh, well, oh she's gonna grow now. into those paws, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, bully. How about you? I- I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is. Is are, are you it's for so the, obvious what the right answer is? Looking, How do you not know what the right answer is? 
Yeah, some girls may want to just be healthy one of these days. Just I would healthy. love I would love for fart to follow up and tell us the context of this uh, question of if they were called healthy and uh, what the context was because that would I feel like there's more to this story. But I fart, think please, please. I think the safe answer is to just not call a girl healthy. Like, who's going up like? Okay, so Cuffy's gonna go to the bars after he gets his vaccine, right? He starts grinding up on some chick, and she's like, "He's like, damn girl, you healthy." Like, <laughs> that is when I get the drink work? splash in my face. Yeah. yeah, and she said, "Yeah, I got a Peloton. I've been using it five days a week in quarantine." <laughs> yeah, my aunt made a fucking king abdicate. I can move this shit like nobody's business. <laughs> yeah, I'm healthy as fuck. You want to get this puss? <laughs> I mean, maybe uh, healthy is the new. Are you vaccinated? Well, that, well, hey, one thing at a time. Hey, 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 girl, you look vaccinated. <laughs> you want to come Maybe back to my place? Healthy. Maybe that's a 2022 move. Be like, oh, damn, girl, you healthy or not? <laughs> um, all right, uh, and users, please uh, tweet us all of your questions. We will most likely read them on air. It's you can also submit them to spottheliepod.com. Check out our blog, by the way, spottheliepod.com backslash blog. Uh, so, so, fellas, we're kind of going to our, our last uh, topic of the week. Topical, of course, which we always try to be. You know, we always try to have our finger on the pulse here on the podcast. Office holiday parties. They're dreaded. Sometimes they're welcome. Mostly dreaded. Um, a lot of meat on this bone. I know I said that last week about the topic, but there's a lot of meat on this bone. Um, so I guess kind of the, the way that we approach this was kind of like, you know, two ways being like the best game plan as well as like the best types of office parties that whether or not whether you are in a position of obviously like attending one and that could be we're also talking about you know pre-corona pre-covid because obviously virtual holiday parties suck ass and then the best kind of party being whether or not you are in the terrible position of planning the party or that you no. can recognize from the outside being a pro like, hr podcast but we whether or not like you can tell from the invite or from what they're telling you, you'll know how it's going to shake out. You can adjust your game plan accordingly. So this is super open. Um, boys, if you have any opening thoughts before we dive into it, please let me know right now. Yeah, so all holiday parties suck. Let's just throw that. Let's just rip that Band-Aid off. There's no good office holiday party. It can't be done. HR people stop trying to do it. Just make people show up for the minimum required amount of time as little time as possible, as long as there's not a dinner, none of that shit, just in, get some drinks and get out. That's the goal of every ho office holiday party. Wait, so that's, that's your game plan. That's your official game plan. Yes. Like no matter what it is. Okay. So I, yes. I disagree with you vehemently. I was going to say, if that's your viewpoint, just give us that extra money. Like don't even have a holiday party. Just give yeah, us that extra money. Do that too. Give us any points. But I was going to say, if there is, so say there is a holiday party and you need to go to it. Like what's like your game plan going in? Yeah, get in and out. Oh, season. I mean, bully. I'm, I'm gonna let you have your opening statements, but I, I have a. I'm pretty much the other way on that one. It depends. If it's an open bar, then then yes, get in, get out, do your hi how are yous, and then go to some other bar. At an open bar? Yeah. Well, so that's what I said. Like open bar is a table stakes. Yeah. Like if, if it's not an open bar, like that's any sort of you need to get a new job. Of... Venue size matters. From experience, um, I was at a company one time and they they booked the downstairs of a restaurant, which I had I actually had known about this restaurant. The restaurant was small. 
I had eaten at this restaurant before and there were maybe like 10 to 12 tables. They built the downstairs of this restaurant. Um, it resembled- Times are tough. It resembled um, a frat basement, which is not where you want to be. Just like, basically like rape was just like written on the walls. Just like shit like that. And you know, we're a professional thing. And like, there's like people who are like 60 years old at this fucking place. I shit you not, it was smaller than my New York City apartment. Like it was banana land small. You could walk two feet and then touch the other side wall. Um, whereas I've also been at parties or holiday events. Big ass room. Big ass room is where you want to be. That's your vibe. Open bar, big ass room. Third point, minimal activities. Yeah. So there needs to no be no activities. There, no, no. There needs to be like kind of maybe one or two, like needs to be one big activity, meaning like not like a sit down, but like kind of like a like a jeopardy or like a like a trivia type of thing where like you can casually raise your hand or something like that like something that everyone's going to go it's like you can plan the night around okay actually you know what i'm on your side so you need to have a big event that that you can whenever the office opens back up again no matter like if you're taking a holiday break or whatever you everybody can point to that one event that they were all there at because that's how you get in and out of an event you need need to face you have to remember the key joke that was said or like the key line so you can at at the lunch table on january 2nd you can be like oh yeah remember when they called phil an asshole yuck, 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 yuck. <laughs> yeah that's what you need to do and so that's what i'm saying so it's like one like open bar obviously venue size and then like minimal um activities i cannot stress that stress that enough i think the number one thing that can ruin a holiday party too many structured activities um i believe that um all th- three of us were one time at a holiday party where there was too many activities. Um, I believe it was a, um, how do you say, murder mystery? It was a murder mystery dinner. And I, I'm pretty sure the murder mystery man uh, I groped, stayed outside. groped a, an employee. Um, so I was outside for a lot of that. I was chain smoking cigarettes with a bottle, not a bottle, but like a heavy pour of whiskey. And I was like, fuck this. I'm not taking part in this. This is the silliest thing I've ever been a part of. <laughs> but it ruined the party. It was excellent venue, open ruined bar, party, Beautiful great venue, food. It ruined, food. it ruined it all. And then, so the, the last thing, as far as the the framework of a party, in my opinion, is it, it's a it's a flip side of the coin. Either the senior management, like your leadership of your firm, gets super drunk like very early in the night, and you're like, mm-hmm. okay, it's about to turn up to eleven, yep. or they recognize the scene and they dip out themselves. They're like, all right, we're going to leave early and like y'all can rip it up. Yeah. So it, it's, it's either you need to recognize like, all right. So like the senior partner, he's on his fucking fourth old fashioned. It has been 20 minutes. Yeah. Like you're we're like, going. okay, this we're is going to be a night. Yeah. You also need to, you need to recognize the scene. Like, okay. Did he just recently separate from his wife? That's just him. That's on him, son. Like, otherwise it's like, that's going to be like the whole like leadership thing. Or, they're kind of keeping it cool. And then like, you know, 10, 45, 11 rolls around and they're like, well, little Jessica has school in the morning. And I got to go fucking go home. And it's like, good. Well, see ya. Boom. So those so two things you need to be, be cognizant of. Next this year. It's like the framework parties, of the. Party. So what's, what are, what are people doing for this year's holiday parties when everything's via zoom? It doesn't matter if it's remote. It doesn't matter if it's now. It doesn't matter if it's pre-quarantine, post-quarantine. If you have a holiday party, there cannot be work the next day. Yes. yes. Yeah, but there, there, there is going to be one hundred percent. I mean, that's just life. No. No. Give everybody the day off or something. Yeah. 
do it on a Friday. Yeah, yeah. Start at like two on a Friday. Yeah. I'm with you, but I'm just saying that's just not the way that the world works. Yeah, and that's what makes a bad holiday party. This go- yeah, this goes back to hey, you try and book a venue on a Friday. Well, we can save some money doing it on Wednesday. You have to show mm-hmm. up Thursday at eight a.m. I mean, it's it's my fucking nightmare that the reason they do that is so you don't get drunk enough. Well, I know the reason they do it. (laughs) I know also the reason that it sucks. It doesn't matter why they're doing it. It doesn't make it better. No, but I would argue that it's better if you do it on Friday because it's like... That's what we're saying. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm agreeing with you. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying they're trying to cover their ass from HR viewpoint, but it's like, yo, you're creating more problems because people are going to like come in on Friday and also be so unproductive on that Friday that it's not even funny. It's the Friday before holiday break anyways, though. So, like, you're going to be unproductive anyways. Well, no, it dep- depends on the firm because some of them do, like, very early December. They'll do, like, the holiday party. This is all neither here nor there in 2020, the year of our Lord. Because we're all doing virtual holiday parties, I'm assuming. That's what our company is doing. Before we transition to the virtual holidays. Okay. I wrote down some game plans. Some so, I didn't know. realize. I thought we were just talking about current holiday no, parties no, no. I, I, so went, I, was, no, I wasn't prepared for this i just want I to went, put that out i went there. deep i went deep so i be shooting from the hip i have some i have some thoughts that i, I want to run by you guys as far as like when you get is there is it a good time to hook up with your coworker at a holiday party depends Ooh. but what I will go is so please break num- this down for me. number one number one on the best game plan for a holiday party delay your blackout what i mean is you need to get your small talk out of the way in the first 30 to 45 minutes. Now, yeah, it's like a wedding, like a family pig- wedding. Piggybacking off of that, first hour to maybe an hour and 20, hour and 25 minutes in, you have to order drinks. Drinks meaning you get your old-fashioned, your gin tonics, your Manhattans, whatever your drink of choice is, your, your martini. Yeah, I'm not staying at a party for over an Well, no shit, okay, but over an hour, you know, some of us actually what like conversing this? with other people, okay? Middle school? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to grind my dick off at this party. Yeah. Anyway. So you get, but the, the reasoning being, once you have that drink in your hand, you do your little schmoozing with the, with the, with the higher ups, you do a little thing and they're like, Oh, it's like a subtle way of being like, Oh wow. This guy has his shit together. Like he's not just fucking drinking Bud Lights. Like, you know, at seven o'clock, it's just like, you want to be drinking Bud Lights. You want to be fucking pounding them down your throat, but it's like, no. All right. Number two. I talked about delaying that blackout. So what I mean is wait till the party is like after halfway, probably about three fourths of the way over. This kind of ties into my earlier thing about the senior management. You need to get it. This once you get a sense of the senior management, whether or not they're, they're drinking heavily, you know, early and often, or they're about to dip. You can tell like, they're like, they're having like two to three glasses of wine. That's it. And then they're about to go home. Judge your blackout on that. Meaning, once you see that and you recognize that, then you start going to the bartender and you start doing that again. I said it earlier, the Marshawn Lynch, you know why I'm here. And you start getting your money's worth from that open bar. And then Bring three. cash with you so you can tip them early. Three. and fi- Great point. Great point. Yeah. Three. and Like a wedding. Final, Treat it like a wedding. The final one is you got to try to stick to a crew, but don't be only in that crew. And I know this sounds weird, but it's like, okay, stick to a crew, meaning like a good however many people that you can tolerate at work or you know spouses whatever it may be but do probably about like an hourly mingle where you like all in your group be like okay break like you're a fucking football huddle you go out and then you talk for maybe 
up to five minutes. Five is going to be the I feel cap. Like this was your game plan in college of like meeting girls at the local dive bar. <laughs> all right. We no. can't all talk to each other all night. We all talk no, to each it, other in the dorms Monday through Thursday. <laughs> this is our night, boys. We're doing this what, it. This is what you need to do, though. And then it's so that you're not like, oh, those guys are just being like douchebags in the corner. It's like, oh, you do that. You try and you, you fake it the whole time. You do not give a fuck what people say to you. And then you come back to your little group and then you resume. And that's another hour that you spot right there. So you th- talk that's shit a- about the people you just talked to. Talk exactly, to. right? Yeah, that's a good way to take advantage of a holiday party in normal years. But it's not normal years. What do you do in a virtual holiday party? So I don't know. I haven't had mine yet. Mine's next week. So we'll see on there. But I can tell you my office is doing a Secret Santa this year. Okay? Secret Santas are invented by the devil to make people hate Christmas. I am convinced. So... It's all run through this company called Elfster, which is not going to be a sponsor of this podcast. I can tell you that right now. So Elfster, I get an email in my work email from Elfster, and then I get a follow-up email from my HR director being like, hey, sign everybody up for Elfster, you know, sign up by Wednesday or whatever. And so I log into the Elfster website at the 11th hour, and I find out that there is a no option on the RSVP. So what does your boy do? He clicks no. He submits it. He's out of the secret Santa. So now I'm envisioning this next week. I'm going to be sitting on Zoom. Everybody's going to be opening up their secret Santa podcast, except for your boy getting blackout drunk at home. Secret Santa podcast, he says. The secret Santa work party, work party, whatever the fuck. But it's a pro move. If you don't want to do something at your job, just don't do it. All right. So um, bully and myself. Would you, uh, would you guys, you guys would do that? You was yes, kind of first because I, I, I like a f- most of my coworkers. And I have I like no idea what I'm going to send my. I literally get him a you fucking me, pencil. Who cares? Any coworker in my company, even the ones that I work with very, very closely every single day, if you asked me what they wanted for Christmas, I would have no fucking idea. Dude, you don't There's need to so know what they fucking that want, I would dude. Rather do. You don't need to know what they want. So, what's the Secret Santa gift you just get for everybody? I don't know. You get a fucking Furby or some shit. Whatever. A Furby. Top of the streets. I haven't bought gifts in a while. Wow. Times are tough in the coffee household. <laughs> Bully, what are your thoughts on this move? I think I'd be pro office secret Santa just for the office politics aspect. I, I don't think you want to be the guy who's like 19 out of 20 people participated. Yeah. So that's the other issue that I work at a very, very small company, like less than 20 people. So... <laughs> I am on the fucking radar now. Like I'm the one person that didn't RSVP. I can't just like sneak in the background. So I had to figure that out. Yeah. But I would, I would join and just pray that I got my own name. Like, uh, yeah, but it's run by a company. It's run by like a website. I don't think they do that. You can't pull a Kevin, you know, you, you fucked up. I don't think I did my HR. So I did it yesterday. My HR person sent me another follow-up email from Elster today and then I got messaged right after the email was sent. I was out walking my dog. It's a pro dog podcast. And I got an email from Elfster saying, hey, you haven't signed up yet. Like sign up for our fucking secret Santa. And then I got a, a chat from my HR person directly afterwards saying, oh, I'm new to this. I didn't see that um, you hit decline. So I'm just going to uh, just ignore that email. I just sent her the thumbs up emoji after 25 minutes. I let her wait for 25 minutes and then just sent her the thumbs up emoji. <laughs> she 
I am 100% not going to make the new year in this company. <laughs> that, that is the funniest thing I've ever heard. This is so funny. She had one job was to send that follow up. And she was uh, yeah, he just he made her emoji. Sweat. She just said disregard it. So I just sent her the thumbs up emoji. You got it. <laughs> so my, my virtual holiday party was actually this evening um, before we recorded this pod. Uh, and I think the way that we approached it was really the best we could do given the circumstances. So they gave us all about $75 in like delivery credits, meaning like whatever you prefer. Like, so like I prefer Uber Eats, but like if you're a seamless person or whatever have you, they'll just give you 75 bucks in that. Uh, you order alcohol and a meal and you get it in front of your Zoom. And then we all just kind of had our own thing. So we all came up, we did our Zoom tiles. And so in years past, one of my coworkers, she always would make a word search based off of like the words were like kind of inside jokes in the company, like from that past year. So she made a virtual word search. So we kind of did that. And then from the clouds, another one of my coworkers, she made a Jeopardy whole round. And it was like, you know, five categories, inside jokes. It it was actually, it was really fun to be honest. It was like, it was a nice thing to do kind of. That seems fine. Yeah, it it was like fine. And like, it was- That would be my nightmare though. She she shared her her screen. It was like, you know, everyone, you had to do like the raise your hand thing on Zoom and like, She'd go and we had like a running like tally of like who did it. But I, as far as Zoom holiday parties go, it was very, I was happy about it because it was like all our other like Zoom happy hours have been fucking awful. It's just like, yeah, all right, I want to leave yeah. now because this sucks. Zoom work happy hours are the fucking worst. What's the environment where people are drinking nice, like they're drinking some wine, having like, nice takeout maybe a steak and you're sitting there with your mcdonald's, McDonald's. so no so i got chirped because i was drinking bud uh, lights. i got two barbecue sauces so i was drinking bud lights and uh one of the people in my company was like oh let's do a drink check and everyone's like most people were drinking water yeah dude you got to take your principles from your in-person holiday parties and apply them to the virtual world you should have had like an old-fashioned or something you think I want to buy all those materials to get an old fashioned? You got seventy five dollars. Yeah, you know how much money it is to, to deliver. You can, buy, shit you can just buy shit that makes it look like an old fashioned. Dude, no, it's fine. I was not ashamed of who I am. Then you shouldn't be ashamed of who you are in an in person holiday party. I think that's the key takeaway here. No, but I'm saying that if you're okay, there was a strategy involved. You little fuck. There should be a strategy that should roll over. It is rolling over. I don't know what the fuck but you're it's saying. It's not because you're using a but. <laughs> you just your, said ex- you explicitly you not to not. You, you said explicitly not to lights. hammer Bud Light, even though you want to. And then in the virtual holiday party, you're hammering Bud Lights and you're getting chirped for it and called out for it. You're it's being, a fucking you're being pandemic. Made a there are people that are dying. I'm sorry. See, now you're the person that everybody's going to go back to work and be like, hmm, "Remember Cuffy with the fucking Bud Lights." Yeah, they know they, they know who I am. Believe me, this is not a fucking shot across the bow. That's this what I'm saying. Gonna... In person, you should do the same thing. Well, they're also gonna make fun of him because he bought a six pack of Bud Lights and then spent the other sixty dollars on his groceries for the week. No, no, no. How no. much do you think One... a six pack of Bud Light costs, bully? In New York, <laughs> fifteen bucks. No, no. A six on... pack costs fifteen dollars. No, no. Uh, Hugh, depends on where you go. <laughs> so a twelve pack costs eighteen dollars. That's absurd. Yeah, there's no York. way I would spend eighteen. Welcome to New York. It's been waiting for it. It's been waiting for you. In the words of Taylor Swift. The issue, the issue with this entire premise for the Year of Our Lord 2020 is still you have to work tomorrow, and that's an issue. That's why True. people are drinking water. 
Yeah. Well, we were also working, but yes, you're you're right. You're absolutely right. It's fucking bullshit. Well, that sounds like an awful virtual happy hour work party. I mean, I'm talking about like given all that happened, it's the best you can do. All right, and with that, uh, that that concludes our second episode of Spot the Lie. Thanks again for joining us. Uh, if you are interested, please follow all of our socials, or maybe just some of them, on Twitter at Spot the Lie Pod, on Instagram at Spot the Lie. If you feel so inclined and want to help some of the boys out, Patreon.com backslash Spot the Lie. And then also, please, 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 we're going to post so much juicy content on it. It's going to fucking blow your socks off. Spotthelight.com, spotthelightpod, excuse me, dot com, backslash blog. You will not be disappointed. It's just spotthelightpod.com. Spotthelightpod.com. Follow at Hugh Picks for the best college basketball picks picks you can get. We're on a heater. (laughs) Thanks. Uh, See you guys next week. Love you all. Fuck you, Joe Rogan. Fuck you, Joe Rogan. Man, it's a damn good day to be a white dude. Shit, I'm living good up in this bitch.